0: Well, we just witnessed the second car chase in Rome for the year. <laughs> First one was Fast X. Um, and this one, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Uh, this movie is pretty much a continuation of the Mission Impossible series with Tom Cruise. Uh, all in all, it's basically the enemy is AI, referred to as the entity. And basically, all the world's government want it. So that entity and or AI can control the information in the world and how the world perceives things. And basically that government will have total domination over the rest of the world. So pretty worldly stakes there. Nam, what do you think about the overall movie, this dead reckoning part one, and did I have a better car chase scene than fast X and Rome?
1: <laughs> um, I'll address the second one first. Cause it's an easy answer. Yes, <laughs> it did. Um, by far. yeah, Easily. <laughs> No questions asked. the <laughs> first question though, I thought it was really, really fantastic. I mean, Mission Impossible is just a franchise that just keeps better and that keeps getting better and better yeah. with every single movie. Mm. I mean, pretty much ever since the third one, each yeah. installment after has topped it. We never mm-hmm. thought that a movie could top Fallout yeah. with ninety-seven percent. This one is at ninety-nine percent, and and it's come very close.
0: So, you, uh, would you say yeah. it's better than Fallout?
1: Based on first watch, yeah,
0: but um yeah Yeah,
1: you know, obviously when you let things settle down and whatnot mm-hmm. then you yeah just thinking about it more mm-hmm. opinions change but for now i think it's a lot more better than um fallout mm-hmm. it's a two hour 45 minute runtime and i thought it ended it didn't even feel like it when it when the ending came i was like what really i thought there was like at least another half an hour left to go yeah, yeah. um so everything's just paced beautifully like mm-hmm. all the action scenes and it, it they never really overstayed their welcome and what whatnot in there, yep. I think just everything was paced beautifully. Mm-hmm. You know, the action scenes, the, um, the narrative of it and the emotional scenes as well yep. that play out throughout it, it was all fantastic. Mm-hmm. The stunt work, I mean, <laughs> 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 it's mission impossible and it's Tom Cruise. You always know that they're going to go all out yeah. and it's not always just like stupid, ridiculous stunts, like riding a motorcycle off a mountain. It's yep. also like, you know, the mm-hmm. car chase scenes, mm-hmm. motor, motorbike scenes as well. That's yeah. all got to have choreography and whatnot mm-hmm. done to it as well. Yeah. Um, and it just felt so, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Intent, like you're really in there in the action yeah. or those chase Imm- scenes. Immersive. immersive that's yeah. the one I was looking for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, really makes you put, you, put yourself in, in the... Scenes and you can really feel the stakes as well. Yeah, uh, I think Tom Cruise as um Ethan Hunt is pretty much the same as he's been in the ever since um Ghost Protocol. You know, mm-hmm. he was fantastic. It, it, yeah. He knows his character to a T, and he's absolutely comfortable um playing this character. Haley yeah. Atwell, mm-hmm. the um new actress, new character. Mm-hmm. I thought she was really good in this. Um, yeah. she's somewhat often outsider, mm-hmm. um outsider criminal that obviously. Pickpocketed the wrong person and she got into big, big things. And yeah. she's pretty much out of her like comforts, out of her league. Yeah, sort of in terms of what she got herself into. And you could definitely see that in her face. Um, yeah. like she was scared the whole time, nervous, mm-hmm. um, throughout scenes and whatnot. And yeah, she you can feel like as if she was being pushed out of her comfort zone. Yeah, and I think Hayley Atwell, um, Hayley Atwell, um, portrayed mm-hmm. that. Uh, fantastically, definitely. Uh, I forgot the composer's name, I probably shouldn't. Lorne Balf, Lorne Balf,
0: yeah,
1: another knocks it out of the park with his musical score. Mm-hmm. Um, I still rate Fallout, it's my opinion. Yeah, um, I'll probably need to listen to it again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Fallout was better, but this is very, very close. Like, yep. it was intense, you know, and the mm-hmm. way it mixed the original Mission Impossible, um,
0: yeah,
1: Mission Impossible theme mm-hmm.
0: throughout yeah.
1: this film was fantastic. Um, yeah, kudos to him, and no doubt he'll be on for more projects in the Mission Impossible franchise, and Christopher McQuarrie as well. Yeah. Um, speaking of McQuarrie, I think he did a fantastic job at setting up this mm-hmm. part one,
0: yeah. um,
1: alluding to Fast X, that ended on a cliffhanger.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> this really didn't end on a cliffhanger. It somewhat just set it up for the second part. Yeah. Like there, were, there was no, oh, my God, what's going to happen next? It was yeah. just, a, okay, here we go.
0: Yeah, it's like its own thing, but... And still, you will still want to see where yeah. it goes and what happens. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I thought that was nice and refreshing from the cliffhanger sort of endings that we've gotten. Um, we've gotten to a lot recently. Yeah. yeah, yeah so. Sp- Spider-Verse and um, mm-hmm. Barsex is the ones that come to mind. So yep. um, I think the way this ended was great. And I think mm-hmm. like you can clearly see it's Christopher McQuarrie's full vision for this. Um, yep. He's planned it out two parts, obviously. And um, mm-hmm. we've seen his story for the saga continue.
0: Yeah. I agree um yeah no i'm pretty much on the the same boat as you um you know just just coming out of the movie myself uh, i wouldn't say it's better than fallout i don't even know if it's the second maybe not even the third best mission impossible for me i do i at the moment i would have it third with ghost protocol being there and if i watch rogue nation again that may even be above it there are some things in this that i didn't like particularly i just i I've always found it hard to get into the movie in a way that's different to Fallout. I think Fallout, you know, it's very intense. The way the story plots itself out and there's always these twists and turns and it's constantly like, oh my gosh, and they keep doing it um, in a way that's so clever. I think the action set pieces are better in Fallout as well. Um, just in maybe not in the way they're filmed. I think they've, you know, finessed their ability in this one. But just you know what they did in the Fallout one was I think a little bit more grander and yeah better done. Um. So yeah, just just straight off the bat, still very great entry though. A very very good action movie. What what it's like anything from the Mission Impossible franchise. It's always like one of the best you know action movies you know in recent times. And Dead Reckoning Part One here, it definitely lives up to that. It's just yeah, it's it's phenomenal. Um. But. Yeah, so, I mean, Tom Cruise, I'll ask you this before I carry on. Do you sense the aging? Yeah. Because I I felt it in this, and I kind of saw it, too. I was like, yeah, he doesn't have that kind of, like, I mean, Fallout, Rogue Nation, he's really uh, much more, I guess, athletic and has more of like a, it just doesn't seem so slow. Yeah. I'm not saying it's bad, but I felt it just a touch, you know?
1: Yeah, maybe that. Maybe he was also injured and also COVID as well. Maybe he was battling sickness. Who knows?
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, there could be a bunch of reasons, but yeah. I definitely felt maybe a little bit like of aging here. Yeah. That we that we can see, but still, you know, like no one does what he does and puts the kind of effort into stunt work that he does from a you know an A list actor perspective. So yeah. you got to really admire it, regardless. He's still doing better work than pretty much anyone else in the business. Yeah um hayley atwell man yeah i agree with you i, I think she'll stand out she's probably my favorite performance in the whole movie yeah like immediately i was like i was hooked onto her she played it with such confidence her and tom cruise have really good chemistry yeah they do eh? yeah i was like wow they just they worked together really well and they i just felt like that connection and yeah they just seem so comfortable with each other so she's a welcomed addition to this franchise and yeah she played it very well um even times when you know she's has to be like fearful, but also like quite sly. She just plays a kind of like all these kind of different emotions very convincingly, and, and pl- fits and plays right into her character. Uh, Palm Clementif, I thought she was. I, d- I didn't like her performance in this one. Didn't you? No, I thought it was overacting at times, a little bit too extra, and. The payoff that the character had at the end of the movie, I'm not gonna spoil it. While I liked that part of the movie and I think it worked, it's just not worth the first bit of like what she is in this movie. I just found it a little bit too extreme and intense and especially like almost like Joker esque. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's weird. And then like the fact that we're seeing so much of her and Having no idea about that character at all,
1: yeah, because she barely speaks.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, okay." Like, why are you showing me so much of, like, you know, if we don't know much about her? So I, I don't like that part of it. Action set pieces, yeah, they they are great, but I don't think they hit Fallout. I just something about Fallout because it's, I think it's just such a nice mix because it's you know, there's stunt work and running, there's stunt work and you know, the hand-to-hand combat. We didn't get too much of that. There is that. Fight alleyway scene, which is cool, but yeah. not to the bathroom scene in Fallout. Um, you got helicopters, and then you got like the, the fighter. There's, I think, the versatility of Fallout and where they happened is more impressive. And you know that um, what's the the stunt, the major stunt scene that's been you know heavily marketed in this movie is the bike going off the cliff and yeah. um, he parachutes out of there. That's not even my favorite, you know, action set piece in this whole movie mm-hmm. at all. I thought it was like, it was very, like, it, it, was, it was good and very impressive. I don't want to elaborate too much on it because I feel like I'm bordering on spoilers here. But it, it is not the best. I think the last act with anything on the train, yeah, that train sequence is just phenomenal. Um, although I do feel like part of my experience with this movie is hindered. Being on the Vmax screen that we saw it on. Yeah. Once we see it in IMAX tomorrow, I think I may have a little bit more appreciation for the action and set pieces than I do here. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but everything like, the way that they do these, you know, action action set pieces, like they're just they're very tactile, and you know, they have to be the heavily choreographed. It's like right down to like the minute detail, you know, and just the shots they can get out of them. It's just incredible um the obviously the biggest one um with the motorcycle off the cliff just some really like stuff that really shocked me in terms of how they captured it It was very very good um locations always one of the highlights of these kind of movies yeah. I we need more movies that travel the world and go around the world and go to real life locations and yeah not front of a green screen like just seeing stuff in like venice and you know paris and all that kind of stuff it's just, it's just very like tangible and you feel the stakes a little bit more um so i just i always are gonna appreciate when it's done in like real life you know locations, locations. yeah and just kind of blending heavy action with you know some of the, like the most iconic structures in the world um it's always like interesting or fun um yeah. rather than just having it like in like a warehouse or just some random los angeles motorway kind of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. It just it adds a little bit more to it. Um, so yeah, the the production is just insane. The score, I would say that I'm a little bit disappointed by them because Fallout was like is one of my favorite scores. Not not ever, but it's de- it's definitely one of my favorites. Um yeah, I just this one it, it was a little bit too somber for my liking, a little bit too soft. Yeah. Um it just it kind of just fit in nicely. And what fallout did it it's it kind of twisted the original mission impossible theme to something that's kind of a little bit larger than life and a little bit of a higher tempo to it so it kind of really elevated the action sequences in that movie rather than this one it just kind of like slides in there was never a point in the movie i didn't think i had a single point where i was like oh my god the score is like i'm really feeling right now again it may be the VMAX experience but yeah, I, I think just like sound, I think VMAX has fine sound. Um, So perhaps tomorrow, but yeah, I, I just didn't find it very, you know, engaging. Um, Just one of those ones that kind of just fit in, does the job and it's done kind yeah. of thing. Editing. I don't want to say it's too long. I did share your experience where, um, you know, I just, once it ended, I was like, oh, that was For two hours and 45, that was quick or it felt too quick, but it also feels too long. (laughs) I don't, I don't know how to articulate it in a way, um, where it, it makes a complete sense. But I think if you were to cut 15 minutes from this movie, the action and pacing would feel super fast, super tight. And I feel like that would be much more of like a, a visceral intense experience with the movie. Allowing it to be two hours and 45 minutes, it's, it has some slow parts and it doesn't really hinder your, you know, your entire experience because it's quite well paced regardless. But I think it does hinder the potential of like the intensity of the entire movie, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you say, Christopher McCree, they they did a great job here. Um, it, it's easily one of the best action movies. Um, in the, in the last decade you know they just keep doing that does this elevate your excitement for part two a lot more
1: yeah yeah, yeah it does mm. um especially if it is the final one um
0: i don't even know if that's going to happen yeah, now i i
1: don't know either i mean yeah. especially after tom cruise he later wants to play play this role until he's 80
0: that um, kind of diminishes my excitement a little bit yeah yeah
1: uh but then again like you know as i said before it's um christopher mcquery's um sort of full story here so mm-hmm. i'm really excited to see um how it ends and what the consequences of part one, how that translates into
0: part two. Yeah. You yeah, know, it's, it's going to be interesting. Like the, the whole, the enemy of this movie is really AI, um, yeah. the entity, you know, with our whole chat GBT generation these days. Um, is it, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to phrase the question, but do you like the fact that it's kind of giving us a bad version of AI in this kind of day and age? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, there's been a, a lot of movies in the past where they've done that. Terminator mm. did yeah. that for one, but except they translated AI into robots. Mm. Um, but this is actual proper AI. It's not a physical thing. It's more network. Yeah. Um, so we're really seeing the threat of that network. And we saw it in that scene with um, Benji um, mm. in the airport. We, yeah. s- we saw what that, what, that what, consequences what did yeah. later on in the film and, that is probably a thought that um, a lot of people don't realize with AI nowadays.
0: Yeah, yeah, because it's been glamorized as quite a oh a helpful product. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So this one kind of highlights the dangers with it, in a more realistic setting rather than like Skynet or yeah. iRobot or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, no, there is definitely some um, you know, some like warnings with with this movie. It's kind of like a meditation on the potential of AI. Do you think it's the right move? From a a villain standpoint for the Mission Impossible franchise, because it's always been kind of, you know, humans, and now it's like this AI kind of sci-fi thing, but perhaps it's not science fiction now. I don't really know. Do you think it's a little bit too far for the franchise or in the right direction?
1: No, not really, because I mean... You can only go with nukes for so long. You know, I think the past three yeah. or four films have had that. Um, mm. So it's nice to see that they're changing it up. And it's the threat is not purely AI. It's the person that has this thing and what yeah. they can do with it. I think that's a major threat. And we'll probably see that in part
0: two. Um, I mean, the AI seems to have its own conscious yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah
1: it does. So it is a bit wacky for Mission Impossible, but it is nice to see a threat that is mm. something else rather than yeah,
0: yeah yeah no th- they make it work um but yeah anything else you want to add to to your thoughts on this
1: no not yet maybe tomorrow when i see it again i'll probably have a lot more to say mm. um could touch up touch up on it on now uh, let's be real but i think for now i think i've said everything i needed to
0: yeah yeah film. so so we're, we're going to be seeing it tomorrow and seeing an imax and um with this conversation let's be real or we can have a spoiler discussion um video come out um we'll we'll discuss that if we have any extra thoughts that we can yeah. add value to what we've said today. Yeah. Um but yeah, so overall thoughts in a number format, let's just score. I would give it
1: a nine an out of Yeah, nine out of ten. Nine out of ten? Yeah.
0: I am gonna go an eight. Out of 10. <laughs> I didn't like Vmax. I didn't like our seats. Um, I just felt far too away from everything. Yeah. yeah. Did you, did we, you we, should,
1: we should have waited and gone to VMAX too?
0: <laughs> we probably <laughs> should have. So we get our optimal seats that we've discovered. Um, but if you know once it's hit tomorrow and it boosts up significantly, like to a nine or something like that, I'll be sure to mention that on let's be real on Monday. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so that is going to do it for us on today's review of Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. We hope you enjoyed our thoughts on it. Be sure to go check out this one. Tom Cruise is a massive advocate for uh, cinemas and cinema goers, so go out, support the movie. They put everything into it. Also, it costs $290 million, so help them break even. (laughs) Um, And, you know, when you do go see it, um, jump back onto um you know whatever platform you're listening from or message us on twitter at movie gains flick us a message and we can have a discussion about it um also you know um subscribe to us on youtube give us a rating on whatever pod you are listening from um jump over to moviegains.com. you know we do do other stuff over there obviously movie reviews uh we also do box office analysis uh academy awards stuff uh 4k reviews and whatnot So yeah, thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time. Keep bringing the hype. Peace.
1: See you later.